Hey, what's up? It's Saturday, July 8th, and thanks for tuning in to another week of the podcast that gives you the most honest viewpoints on the week's hottest topics on a Saturday. It's episode 103 of the Chasing Points podcast. I'm Sam. That's Brandon. As always, thanks so much for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram and uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just give us a nice little review. Hayes, what's up, man? Hey, Sam. Uh, okay, <laughs> here we are. You got, me, you got me delirious on a Saturday. Uh, we are here because Sam was doing. Uh, he was playing. He was beer pong champion on Fourth uh, of July. Uh, right. Apparently, he won Can Jam. Uh, and the goal after Can Jam is you have to drink a pitcher of beer to the face. So Sam is in the Hall of Fame right now, which is why we couldn't be here uh, for the fourth. Never guys. played Can Jam. Excuse me. I've is that a real thing? Can- You've never, never played Can Jam. Played- I've done. You know, the beer pong and the, you know, all the other things. The one with that stump with the nail and the, yeah. Never uh, can not, jam. Done, not can jam, no. Wow. Seriously. you got to change that this summer. That is, that's a travesty that you've never played can jam. I feel like my kids are closer to playing can jam than I should be to playing can jam. Nope. Just from nope. a, like, my kids are closer to college than I am to college. Maybe it shouldn't. Nah, nope. You can no. go back to college if you wanted to tomorrow. They couldn't go to college tomorrow. That's fair. There you go. There you go. Fourth of July was Tuesday. We normally record on Tuesday. So there was so much info here that we want to talk about and share with you. So we are here on a Friday night recording a podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Tell your friends. Hey, uh, we led the podcast last week with Dame and uh, not that Dame, you know, Dame Lillard. (laughs) So figured we should just uh, follow up on that. He finally did it. He requested a trade according to league sources. Thank God. And uh, he wants out and specifically wants to head to the Miami Heat per league sources. He turns 33 next week, coming off of probably the most offensive, uh, productive season he's had in his 11-year career. Career high in points, field goal percentage, free throw attempts, three-pointers made, attempted, all of that stuff. So he's really good still, 33 years old. Uh, they just drafted Scoot Henderson, the Trailblazers did, third overall. And accordingly, uh, the uh, the compensation that Portland wants is four number ones and two really good players per, uh, per league sources. Again, Hayes, I'll let you uh, tee it off on our, uh, our favorite basketball player here. What do you think of this unfolding situation? How do you think it resolves itself? One, very happy he finally did it. It was looking like if he I don't I didn't think he was going to make out of make it out of the offseason without requesting this trade. It kind of not kind of the writing was on the wall. We've been talking about it. Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, it, it was essentially now or never for Dame. And I, I feel like he felt that way, too. And uh, it looks like the Blazers also made their choice uh, when they went and got Scoot, which they should. Um, they didn't really need to get Scoot. Uh, because they already have Dame there, but you can't pass up on a, a young player like that. Uh, but they didn't go out and get any veterans. You you watch the free agent frenzy of of essentially day one when it opened up, which we'll get to a, a bunch because it's very, very interesting. And the Trailblazers made no big moves outside of re-signing uh, Jeremy Grant. And that's yeah. it. Uh, so I, if I was Dame too. I, you know, I've been calling for this and been wanting this to happen for a while. I love him in with the Trailblazers, but they have not done anything to really keep him there. And it's not a destination for people. They're they're a team that has to 
still do the draft because people aren't just like, I'm going to go play in Portland. Um, it would have to be like a, a KD, like Devin Booker type situation to get those type of players out there. Dame alone is, is, is not enough, but yes, he wants to go to the heat. His, his best friend, Bam out of bios there. Uh, we talked about it. He was cryptic on his IG story with Will Smith, Miami going on. So his, his agent, actually, I don't know if you, you heard this, but his agent is telling other teams that are looking to try to trade for him. Uh, don't because you'll be getting a disgruntled player, basically trying to force himself to, to Miami. And I, I know Dame is open to going to other teams. And I do not think for a second that the Sixers are off the board and the Nets are off the board because they have uh, the capability of moving pieces and offering picks and or players. Uh, and, and also if he's going to go to Miami, which they're going to have to be extremely clever. Luckily they have Pat Riley and they can do that. Um, but they're going to have to really figure out and it's going to have to be a multi-team trade. It's not because Miami does not have enough to, to trade, to get over there. Tyler hero and Duncan are, are, are not going to be <laughs> enough to go out to uh, Portland and be like, yeah, this is, this is good enough for Dame, right? No, absolutely not. So, yeah, that's where I stand. I'm just very – I'm happy. I, I hope it gets done soon so we can see him uh, somewhere. I would love to see him in Miami, uh, even though they're, you know, against my team. But I would I would be happy for Dame wherever he goes. I would obviously really, really be happy if he went to the Nets. So Yeah, obviously the bet, the Miami is not the uh, the assets that you would want back if you're Portland and and I th- probably the Nets have the, the most the, yep the best and as mm-hmm. far as draft capital can do it I mean you have Maxi Tyrese Maxi and Philly and you could package some stuff around that too but uh yeah it it it, it will happen because they'll probably just do right by Dame and if the agent is saying you know this isn't worth it then you know it's it's you're going to get what 50 cents on the dollar for one of the premier point guards not only in the league but probably i don't know one of the better players to play in this league um just in general so yeah it's just it's a testament to the time that we're in in the nba and uh you know it, it will probably just get done and these players just find a way to force uh ownerships general managers front offices hands and get to where they want to be but um so again likely will get done but uh just thinking of him with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo and again with the uh, supporting cast that Miami have has and their ability to, to find quality players even outside of the draft. That's really scary. Uh, really scary uh, team if you look at it and probably one of the, you know, if not the contender in the East if this all happens. I, you know, it's hard to say they're not. They made it out of the East, even though they were an eight seed. But you know, uh, my Milwaukee hasn't done much to 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 re up. Boston's made some some pretty big moves that we've talked about. Uh, but the scary, scary big three and one of the better uh, rosters in the league, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just I just need to see him gone now. At this point, I want to see what it's going to be like with him on a team to potentially go somewhere because uh, he hasn't been somewhere in some time with the 11 the years with Portland. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's 
I don't want to say it's wasting away because he's there's been some crazy moments that he's had there in that jersey, but uh, he I I want him to get a real shot to to try to win a, a championship or, or go deep into the actual playoffs because he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, uh, no, totally. He uh, he deserves it. He's he's that type of player, and uh, it'd be really fun to see pick and roll with uh, with him and Bam, as you mentioned, one of his uh, one of his best friends, and and kind of you know we've talked about it too. Jimmy Butler's not like a high efficiency uh, scorer. He's a, you know he can score. He makes the buckets when they count, but mm-hmm. not necessarily going to give you thirty. Yeah, he's more of a, a facilitator than anything. Yeah, first. and That's Dame can certainly, uh, I mean, he's, he's one of the better three-point shooters in this league, and just as far as just a, you know, point guard, he's, you know, calling a game and and running the floor, he's he's up there. So, yeah, again, really scary. Uh, and, yeah, Pat Riley will find a way to get it done. And, unfortunately, for Trailblazer fans, it's probably, you know, 40 cents on the dollar, but what are you going to do? in this uh, age we live in, in the NBA. Uh, but yeah, free agency, I guess has it, has it officially happened yet? Like, I don't even know, like yeah, the started, uh, tampering it was, period. It was last Friday, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah, started. but you know, the deals mm-hmm. aren't official yet. I think they're probably, probably soon, but just uh, a lot of, a lot of these signings have been reported or agreed to. So we're going to run down some of them, but first we, we both separately kind of picked out, um, throughout the week, just saying, "Wow, what is what are the Lakers doing? They're they're doing what they need to do, and they've they've certainly brought in a haul of really nice players to complement what they already have." And and you know, LeBron and and Anthony Davis uh, resigning uh, D'Lo, uh, bringing in uh, resigning Austin Reeves, Terry and Price, Gabe Vincent of the the uh, Heat, Cam Reddish coming over from Portland. Rui Hachimura getting re-signed and a uh, guy we both like, Jackson Hayes, uh, from the Pelicans coming over um, to spell AD at the five spot there. Uh, you know, really clever moves, uh, you know, really efficient moves as far as, you know, the salary cap goes. Um, will this get them to the conference finals and uh, potentially win it all and what could be LeBron's last year with the Lakers, if not, in the league. Well, first, since we were talking about it, June 30th started free agency and they, you can't officially sign until yesterday when we were recording this Thursday, July 6th. So that's when they officially went into play. Now to your question. Um, I, from, (laughs) from what the Lakers looked like the beginning of last season, up into the trade trade deadline, and now to what they look like, is a complete 180. What Rob Palinka has done since all the scrutiny from basically the basketball world and mostly Lakers fans, taking that team and what they had, the, the wrong players, now I, I want to say that very, very clearly the wrong players that were for them, it's the wrong players for their system, doesn't mean they're the wrong players because Russ is a Hall of Famer and you saw what he did when he went to the Clippers, right? Um, But they they took players that did not fit their system, moved them on, and were able to get some good players back. So 
being able to sign, they, they went and now re-signed D'Lo again, which I thought was pretty interesting, especially kind of kind of the way he played at the end of uh, the playoffs. I know he had some key games, but he, he definitely didn't show up, which was upsetting for me. Uh, they went and got a good utility player, a great utility player, I should say, in Torian Prince, uh, formerly on my team and several other teams, Timberwolves as well. Uh, but the, the sneakiest one that I didn't even see and I was out and about, and then I was out and about with one of my best friends in the whole world, and I looked at my phone and it said, Gabe Vincent signs with the Lakers. And I said, wait, what? Because I was expecting to see Gabe Vincent playing with Dame Lillard down in Miami, and that is not the case. Uh, Shout-outs to Gabe for being undrafted. Undrafted to 33 oh. mil. Man, good for you, man. <laughs> it's, it's, Get the bag, man. It's so – I love it. I absolutely love that story. Cam Reddish picking him up. Another uh, good swing player, uh, not coming out of Duke, not the the ceiling that I'm sure people thought he could have. Uh, I don't know. I think he's just going to be that really good utility swing guy that they need. Uh, bringing back Austin Reeves, which was huge for them, and Rui uh, because they were key pieces in that playoff run with young players. I love that Rui got the shine that he deserved and me watching him in Washington essentially waste away. Uh, but to your point, Jackson Hayes as well is a, is a good young player that's been down with the Pelicans uh, that this is he was the piece that they had to get because it's another big body. With AD not being available all the time, Jackson is young. He can learn from AD, right? Because he's going to be around AD. He can learn from AD when AD is available. But it's also when AD goes to the bench and you're playing against the Joker, you have another big body. Now, I'm not saying in any shape and form that he's going to be able to stop the Joker. But you need length to combat his length. And that's what they need. And he's young. He'll have the energy to be able to do that. Uh, and if he's around these veterans such as LeBron and AD, there's a ton that he can learn as a young player. And as, as long as he's a sponge, uh, he'll soak it up. So to get to your questions, after I've said all of that, do I, I think they can make? I don't remember. You, you did. It was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> the conference finals. I do think that I don't. Even though I like all these pickups, I don't think it made them a necessarily better team. I do think it made them a younger, more athletic team. Um, and that's what they need with the OG Braun there and whatnot. They need players like that. But so I think they I think they can, but I the the West is a toss up every year of who's gonna get to that conference finals, right? I think the only and, and I, I wanna say a sure thing for the Nuggets, but nothing ever is a sure thing because there's always injuries. So I do think they can get to the conference finals. Will they? I don't know. If they do get to the conference finals, do I think they'll win if they're facing the Nuggets? No. That makes sense to me. <laughs> I get it. Uh, I really like Jackson Hayes coming out of the draft a couple years ago from Texas. I mean, seven foot, like freak athlete, not really a developed kind of center, but mm -hmm. again, can do what you need. I th I think what what's important here too is when inevitably. Mr. Glass or whatever you call him, Anthony Davis misses time, street clothes. street clothes, and then LeBron misses time or is resting. This team can still be productive on the court. Uh, the D'Lo thing was surprising, especially how the playoffs ended, as you mentioned. But who knows? Maybe that's just a trade piece come 
when uh, when the trade deadline is. If Might it, be. you know, could be. Uh, you know, uh, we'll see. That that was a little surprising to me, but yeah, I really like these moves considering where they're you know uh, their caps at and what little draft capital they have and uh, left and and money that they have left. But you know that I like it. I, is it enough? Again, you you nailed it too. You don't really know, but I think I think it probably made them a little bit of a better team, especially that now that they have from training camp or whatever it's called in NBA to April to figure things out. Whereas with the trading deadline, these pieces are coming in and out and uh, they're trying to figure out their rotation and what works for them. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe this is, you know, to have a little bit more time to gel and, and to uh, get a, get a jump on things. It could be, you know, it could be helpful. And again, I, you know, LeBron's LA contract runs out and end of the year, obviously he's been very cryptic about his future Ronnie is eligible for the draft next year. There is that whole thing about wherever he gets drafted. I yeah. want to go. Yep. Who knows if Bronny will even get drafted or if he's ready. It kind of sounds like he's not that type of prospect yet, but no, know, his brother, his brother is though. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I've heard his that brother, too. His brother definitely is the Lakers. The Lakers and Cavs are want to get him They're They're, they were scouting him at his game. So yeah, I read that yeah, too. That uh, LeBron coached, but yeah, he's you're right. Bronny's Bronny is not. Uh, he's and, he's know, elevated his he's elevated his uh, his prospect level, and I think he can do way more with. I forgot the young man that's going to play at USC with him. That's one of his buddies, but that duo can be so dynamic. And if they can do what I think they can do, being top ten prospects, boy oh boy, Sam. Yeah, he'll definitely definitely be looked at. Uh, by teams for sure. Yeah, it's hard to say at a 17, 18 year old, like this yeah. is what you are. Obviously, yeah. we've that's not the case so many different times. I mean, look yeah. at guys like Giannis, right? Like when he was taken, what, 15th overall, it was like, okay, he's got a lot of talent. I'm not comparing Bronny to Giannis. I'm just, that was the first thing that came to mind with like, okay, things can change and things can change kind of quickly. So, We'll see there. Regardless, to my point, I you know this could be it with LeBron and Lakers. It could be it for LeBron in general. Uh, but so I think there's some extra motivation there. Um, but I, you know, I I like what they did, and there was a lot of other moves as you mentioned, uh, free agency happening. I think that the bigger thing here, and we could talk about Kyrie resigning and Draymond, and and you mentioned Jeremy Grant earlier, but Sixers guard. James Harden. Well, I guess technically he's still a Sixers guard. He opted in to that player opt-in for about $35, $36 million. Then he basically asked his old buddy, Daryl Morey, who runs the uh, 76ers to trade him. So the, the team and, and Harden, Harden's agents are finding a way to get that done. The uh, word on the street is he wants to go to the Clippers and uh, being an LA native and, you know, the, the idea of Kawhi, Paul George, and and James Harden together, again, if they could all stay on the field, on the court, that would be interesting to watch, if anything. Uh, but your thoughts on, I guess, at first, the uh, the James Harden news, then we can dive into the rest of the NBA free agency. So two things. Um, first thing, I'm embarrassed to admit, I don't know why I didn't realize it. 
for all the years that I've been watching the NBA in for the longest. I just realized the other day um, why the Sixers are called the Sixers. 76ers. I, I, I don't know why, Sam. I just the other day triggered and I was just like, wait. Because then I looked at their logo and I was like, that's 76. It was like, uh, is there a Liberty uh, Bell on their logo? It, the it sure know. is. There sure <laughs> is. And I don't know why. It just did not click. I was just like, oh, Sixers. I know it happened in Philly. I know the Liberty Bell's there. Just never clicked. Never just went together. It was just like, but then I also, sidebar. It's funny because in NFL, they call America's team the Cowboys. But yet, the true American team should be the Eagles because that is the national bird, and that is the place that independence happened. Not for all people, but you get my point. Anyway, second thing. Second thing. Uh, I did not know that he opted in and then asked for a trade until you put it on here. I, I've, I've been hearing it circulate. Obviously, we've talked about it, gone back and forth several times about will James stay, will he go? Should he stay or should he go? Uh, I really don't care where James Harden goes as long as he doesn't oh, go to the Rockets, even though Ime Adoku has clearly stated they don't want him there. Did and that's good. That? They shouldn't. Good for him. He didn't, fl- he didn't come out and say it, but that is the rumor that they don't. he doesn't want him there because they have a lot of young players. They have a Man, lot of all those great young, young players. players. Dylan Brooks like, and James Harden, that would be a mess. Oh, that would Christian be very... No, he's not on the team anymore. But that'd yeah, be a lot very, of, very interesting. Jalen um, Green. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. But, but uh, and then one of the twins, the that one of the... Uh, was it Johnson twins? Um, Thompson. Amy Thompson, Thompson, there you go. Thompson twins. Um, so yeah, I, I... I don't... I know you, you and I were talking about it, and... Uh, just want to say, I said he was going. You said he was staying in Philly. I, I did, I did, because of his his friendship with Maury. But I mean, it's still there's still time. We don't know, yeah. and I don't Maury's know where to trade him, him to. Yeah, I don't. I it'd be an interesting trade package for him because James is not James of old. It's like you're getting a guy that has a few more years in the league, and you're trading for him, and he's not he's not that guy that could that was absolutely a bucket once before. So it's going to be very interesting to see what his market is. He could just be doing this to try to really force his force the hand like Kyrie did with the Mavs who we're about to talk about next, right? It's I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to happen with James. I I, I really it's, I stick with it. I still feel he's going to stay with the Sixers. I I th- oh, that's interesting cuz it doesn't seem like that. I again, I think this goes back to we were just talking about you know, uh Miami not really having a lot of equity mm-hmm. to to give up. You know, the Clippers are you know, basically the, the Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder, own the Clippers. I think probably Balm, uh, Steve uh, Ballmer gave, basically gave up share of the Clippers in that Paul George trade. But uh, I, it's probably a very similar situation. Like you just mentioned, uh, you know, like Kyrie, the same thing. He's signed, got his last big chance at a big deal like a big big deal mm-hmm. i mean Kyrie just signed for 126 million so last chance okay i want to go be happy now and play where i want to play and yeah you could see that like harden you know getting traded signing one last contract or or sticking with philly i think 
you know, Maury will probably do right by him. Again, he was the GM in, in Houston for all those years. He traded for Harden when uh, Harden wasn't even a starter in OKC. So, you know, there's there's that relationship there, but he's one of the, the best GMs in basketball. He will get what he wants, and he will do right by Harden. I believe that. I, I don't care. If this was a Do You Care segment, I'd sell it. <laughs> so hard i like i even just i saw pictures of him over the weekend uh, that white party uh like michael like, rubin's white party yeah, yeah michael rubin yeah it's mm-hmm. like this is a basketball player like this is the, one of the best basketball players of all time like again i'm not in great physical physique physique but i'm i'm not a basketball player so it's just kind of like all right i said it here here i said it but that said i don't i don't really care Watching James Harden like attack the post and everyone else stand around, I'm like kind of over it. Kind of like that he was playing with Joel, and but it was interesting that like when Joel wasn't on the floor or was hurt, like that's when we saw these like monster games from James Harden, especially in the playoffs. So yeah, don't care, but uh, you know if, if Philly can get something for him, just to think that they turned uh, Ben Simmons into. Mm-hmm. James Harden is is pretty good. Um, Not good for and, my team, though. But yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. That good was team. rough. Yeah, that's that's another podcast. But yeah, but I mean, yeah, we, so to, to, to that point, we we also have Kyrie resigning with the Mavs, so it's really on. It's on Luca now because it's not Kyrie. We know. It's not Kyrie on the court anywhere he goes. We know what Kyrie adds to the court. We never, ever, 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 ever question Kyrie. It's just going to be his availability, see what happens. But it's really, at the end of the day, on Luka down there. You have Draymond re-signing to the Warriors, which we both saw. Uh, I've said it from the beginning. There's no way that he's not going to come back as he's the true point guard of the team. But with Chris Paul there, now it's going to be interesting to see the dynamic. And then getting rid of uh, Jordan Poole. Uh, who, by the way, just while we're recording this, just saw a clip of Jordan Poole in his Wizards jersey now. So have fun over there, bud, um, with all that money and being stuck there. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, uh, he, he's already working out with Jalen Green. Uh, they were running up a big-ass hill uh, already, so he's there with the Rockets, which I love that. Love that for him. He's a great, great player. Uh Damn near underrated to me. Uh, as I mentioned before, Jeremy Grant resigns with the Trailblazers. Uh, that's that's a five year, hundred sixty million dollar deal. Kuz, who I thought was gone, Sam. I yeah. thought oh, totally. Kuzma was gone, um, especially with all the love that he was getting at the trade deadline, and then people talking about him in free agency. But he's staying with the Wizards, four years, one hundred two million dollars, and then Russ is back with the Clippers. For two years, eight million. That's good because he's probably going to be the only out of those three to be able to play in the playoffs because Russ doesn't miss games. So, and Kawhi and Paul George can never be healthy. So, it's probably good that you brought him back. Um, any one of those Sam's that that kind of really stand out to you that you're just like, yeah, yeah, that was great, or just like, why, why did that happen? I I like Fred Van Vliet. He was when he was a free agent a couple of years ago and re up with Toronto. Mm-hmm. There was some rumors of him going to the Knicks. I liked, I think, 130 million. I mean, it's just the economy of the NBA now. Like, I'm all for guys getting their money, but like, you look at it like 43 million dollars a year for Fred Van Vliet seems a little, a little much. Uh, but that said, I think that's it's the NBA. You know, yeah. Uh, no, again, yeah, that again, that's just what, what the league is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, Jeremy Grant resigning. Sure, they, he got you know that extra year there in Portland. I think Fred Van Vliet. Back to that for a second. My ADD is kicking in, but I think that's good stability in Houston. We just talked about a young team. Uh, Ime is going to know that he can run the offense through this guy. He's been a, he's been in you know he's NBA champion. He's been in some big games. I think that's probably a really like underrated kind of signing. It's hard to say, and you just said he's underrated. I just said he's underrated. It's hard to be underrated when you're making $130 million, but there it is, you know? Uh, Draymond, again, we saw that a mile away. We talked about it last week. I I still think Kyrie, when this three-year contract's up, is not in Dallas, just based on history. And yeah, I thought Kuzma's gone, too. I I agree with you on all your points. We're usually uh, on the same wavelength here. I thought he was, you know, headed out west somewhere. So good to uh good to see he's back and uh him and uh what's his name can get some buckets together, Jordan Poole. So yeah. <laughs> Speaking of making money though, you know, there's a lot more NBA uh free agent signings, but I just wanted to pick out the rookie max extensions that happened. So this is essentially five year contracts off of your rookie deal for a total of two hundred and sixty million dollars. Anthony Edwards with the Timberwolves, Tyrese Halliburton with the Pacers, LaMelo with uh, the Hornets, and Desmond Bain with the Grizzlies all agreed to those uh, rookie extensions. Any uh, any thoughts on those? Any, any I, were surprising? I, none of that is surprising. You should resign all of those players <laughs> if you have them yeah. on your team. They're young. Well, they're talented. You should just resign all of them. I, I, still, I still think that LaMelo has the the biggest ceiling out of them all. Uh, I'm just curious to see what is going to happen, but Anthony Edwards to me is right there. I'm, and I'm not sleeping on, on Tyrese. Uh, I, I, I love Tyrese's game. Um, we'll just see what, what happens in, and with the, and yeah, with Indiana, but I like what they're doing over there with Indiana too. So we'll see what happens. Got my boy, Obi Toppin over the weekend. They, they did. Cause the Lakers fumbled that bag uh, for sure. Two number twos for Obi Toppin. Yeah, well, still fumble that bag. I wouldn't have let Obi go. I would have given up on the James or on the uh, Randolph uh, Randall. Randall, can't even speak. Lewis Randall, yeah. the, the Randall uh, saga. I would have given up on that because he's just not it. He he helped you guys bridge the gap to get to this new era of the Knicks. Randall could go. I would have kept Obi in a heartbeat. Yeah, just probably there's not a market for Julius Randall, and I. Don't yeah. blame that for happening because, well, that's been well documented. Uh, but moving on, the uh, FIBA World Cup 2023 U.S. roster was announced yesterday, Thursday. Today's Friday. You're listening to this as early as Saturday. It's very confusing. But the uh, FIBA World Cup kicks off August 25th in Indonesia, Japan, or the and the Philippines. So the U.S. roster uh, headed by uh, Steve Kerr. Will be uh will be this a uh, new crop of young players in the league? Jalen Brunson from the Knicks, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Austin Reeves. We just talked about. Hopefully, a healthy Brandon Ingram. That'd be great. Mikael Bridges uh, from your Nets. Hayes, Josh Hart, uh, Paolo Bonchero from uh, the Magic. Last year's number one overall pick. Jaron Jackson Jr., Cam Johnson again from your Nets. Bobby Portis and. Uh, 
last year. Could have won Rookie of the Year if Paolo wasn't in the league. Uh, Walker Kessler from the Jazz round out that roster. Again, the U.S. faces New Zealand on the 26th. Thoughts on the uh, FIBA World Cup roster for the United States? A lot of great young talent. That's number one. A lot of great young talent. I'm, I'm very, very happy that they have these young players here because this is going to be vital competition for these guys, and I think it's going to elevate every guy that's on this roster that gets playing time. Um, it, it's going to allow uh, Bridges and, and Cam to play together more, which builds their chemistry more. You got uh, Josh Hart and Jalen Brunson. That's going to build that chemistry more. But also you have the three Villanova players that won a national championship against my Tar Heels all together uh, back again, which is going to be very, very fun to see. Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, as we just talked about, both of them, seeing them and really get a showcase on a national scale because those guys need to be exposed, especially Tyrese, because I don't think a lot of people know his game outside of like real avid NBA fans um, or basketball fans in general. And then I, I really think the the key piece to this whole team is one player and one player alone. It's Brandon Ingram. And I think he's going to be he can be the star of this whole team because he has the craziest talent on this whole roster. Uh just with his length, uh his scoring ability, uh yeah, he's just his measurables are, are out of this world. So I I would say that it, he's the key piece to this team. So I'm curious to see how that works out. Yeah, I was putting the ages next to all these guys. And I when I put Brandon Ingram as 25, I was like, wait, he's only 25? Guy can't stay on the court, can't stay healthy. And it's kind of been his, uh, you know, MO since since coming into the league with the Lakers. But yeah, if if he was only healthy... And we've seen it, you know, in New Orleans, him being healthy, being a centerpiece of a team, you know, you could you could go pretty far. We, you know, we both really like his talent. Hopefully, this is a really good opportunity. Certainly, it's it's the next young wave of stars in the NBA. You're not going to get the, uh, you know, the LeBrons, Chris Pauls, the Kyries. That's, um, you know, uh, you know, kind of the the old school. This is the new school here. Who knows how much of those guys we'll we'll see on the national stage, but really good opportunity for everyone. Again, the U.S. faces New Zealand on the 26th, Greece on the 28th of August, and Jordan on August 30th. So uh, that Greece team may not have Giannis uh, as well, ba- uh, based on on some injury and just recovery there. So just again, yes, national stage, really good opportunity for the guys. Agreed. USA, here we go. Speaking of here, here we go. Did you know that the All-Star game, excuse me, in Major League Baseball is Tuesday? Don't really care, but sure. Yeah. It's on Tuesday in <laughs> T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Excuse me, I have something in my throat. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's great. Great opportunity to do it when you're hosting a podcast. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's happening. I put all the starters here. I wanted to play a game with, do you know this player? Um, but I won't do that to you. Uh, some Good. of the notables here, Aaron judge, not going to play because of that toe, the toe that he doesn't know if it's ever going to be the same again. Yeah. That toe. Did he say that? He did. Ouch. That's not yeah. good. 
You don't want to hear that from a guy you just spent a fortune on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so there's that. Uh, He's not going to play. Mike Trout just broke his hand, so that's uh, that's not what you want. Wait, wait, Mike Trout got injured again? Yeah. No, Sam, no. I love the guy. He never gets injured. Yeah, uh, like six to eight weeks recovery or something like that. It's a hammock bone. I don't exactly know where that is, but it's not a great injury. Um, zaps your power, a lot of people say. So that's great to see. And uh, Shohei Otani, I don't know if you've heard of this guy. He hits any pitches. Yeah, you've heard of him? Of course I've heard of him, Sam. Stop oh, he has a blister <laughs> on his hand. So he's not going to pitch, but he might hit he's down the home run derby um so that's the al team and the uh the nl team exists too which is good <laughs> wow so that loud. i don't know i don't know what's anticlimactic <laughs> so running down the al roster yona heim is the uh catcher for the t- uh rangers yandy diaz from the rays marcus simeon from the rangers rookie josh young from the uh rangers Corey seager shortstop from the rangers Again, mentioned Mike Trout. He's not playing. Uh, Adelise Garcia from the Rangers is going to take his spot in the starting lineup. Randy Arozarena from the Rays and Judge not playing, replaced by Austin Hayes from the Orioles. And, you know, Shohei's up in the air. That's the AL. NL's pretty uh, injury-free, kind of. Sean Murphy from Atlanta. Freddie Freeman, you've probably heard of him. Uh, Luis Arise, Nolan Arenado, Orlando Arcia from the Braves. Ronald Acuna from the Braves, uh, some guy named Mookie Betts, and Corbin Carroll, who actually just got hurt last night, really bad shoulder injury. He had late uh, labrum surgery a couple years ago, so it's that same shoulder. So as a guy who owns him in many dynasty or fantasy baseball leagues, I'm a little upset about this, but he's probably not playing. And uh, J.D. Martinez came back to life, and he's playing pretty well for the Dodgers. So that's the... And I'll starting lineup. Will you watch the all-star game on Tuesday night on Fox? Maybe. Okay. The jerseys look pretty cool. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't get to see the jerseys yet. Um, but I do uh I do find it I, I'm very happy when I say this. I'm so happy that JD has been balling out with the Dodgers and not the Red Sox. <laughs> like yes. that's just that just makes me feel good. Like he did a couple of things, but he's been balling out since going to the Dodgers. And I I do enjoy enjoy that very much so. Also, breaking news, uh, since oh. I was talking about him and said that he needed to do something this this season, uh, Luca proposed to his his fiance. He will be getting married. He proposed on Friday, July 7th. So Congratulations to him. Luka Doncic of mm-hmm. the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Yes. Only, okay, only I don't Luka know if I know. that's what you meant, but... What other Luka you would you think I'm talking about? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I would thought I would have thought you have known that's the only Luka that I'd be talking about. Being uh, Italian, I, I have a couple nephews wow. named Luka or cousins. Wow. I, I don't so, know them. I don't know them. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Home run derby. Really Get into that, Sam. I don't know if that's what you meant by Luca, you know, getting stuff done in the offseason, but good for him. No, but no, but it hopefully he'll, it, this will make him happy 
going into this what season. What kind of Hopefully. alerts you getting on your phone? I didn't get that one. We usually yeah, get see, the I same get, one. I get, I get all this stuff yeah, before everyone. you, and I send, I send it to you. You send it to me. It's if funny. Get, yeah. If there's <laughs> a notification that comes up on Bleacher Report, ESPN, <laughs> anywhere else, I, I get it from Bleacher Report, and then literally, guys, five seconds later, it's texted to me from Brandon. It's insane. He's just he's quick. Hey, the home run derby's Monday. Are you gonna watch that? Possibly. It'll be background noise. Okay. Yeah, so uh a couple guys in there, Luis Robert from the White Sox, Adley Rushman from the Orioles, Pete Alonzo, who's won it a couple times from the Mets, Julio Rodriguez, the hometown boy in Seattle, uh Mookie Betts, Vlad Jr., Adelise Garcia, and Randy Arozarena. Uh, square off. Those are the matchups there. I didn't do a good job of telling you what those matchups were, but you can piece it together. Who you got? They, they can figure it out on their own. They yeah. they got eyes and ears. Um, who do I have in this? I'm just gonna go with Julio because I he I would like to see him win. Um, and I would also like to see him get rid of Pete Alonso because Pete Alonso's been in like every single home run derby since like the first home run derby ever happened. Uh, Cause it just feels like he's been in every single one. Um, so yeah, I would like to just see Pete gone. Uh, I don't know, Pete, I have a, I have, I just don't like him. He just, he just gives off that. I'm a tough guy persona, especially like what he said right before he went on the DL earlier this year, like, like a month ago or something like that. It, when he was talking about the fan or whatever, like, I just feel like he's a fake tough guy. So I just don't like him for that. But I do want to see my boy Mookie. I'm, I I do want I see want to see Julio. I want to see Mookie, and I want to see Randy. That's it. I don't care about Vlad Jr. anymore. He just complains too much. So it's hard to root for the Blue Jays when you're a Yankee fan. They just they complain a lot. It it used to not be hard, but until these young bucks, uh, and I'm excluding my boy Bo because Bo don't talk like that unless there's something you know that I don't know. I haven't heard Bo no. talk about the Yankees ever, but Bo but yeah, no. like. Like him, Vlad Jr. and and uh, what's his name that they just called back up? Alec Manoa. Yeah, like just luck, sit, bro. just sit down, just sit down and, and shut up. <sighs> but I like the I like the banter. You know, I do. It adds to the game, so I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think Pete Alonso has won the last couple in a row, right? And and you win he a million the, dollars if you won or something. Win or something. Did like he that. win the last last year's? I don't think he won last no, year. He didn't win last year, but he no. who won last year? Was it Julio that won last year? Was it Julio or Soto? Did Soto win? Uh, we'll um, table this. Google it. I'll keep talking I am. about things. I, I think Adelise Garcia is going to win. I think the the um, the matchup of Adelise Garcia in the first round and Randy Rosarena is comical because, like, body type wise, like, and player wise, they're the same guy. So mm-hmm. I I think that's. Uh, that's interesting, but uh, yeah, it was, I'm gonna go. With it was Juan Soto that won, and Julio was the runner-up. So I was right there. Gotcha. I was, you I was were there. You're right. I blacked out. There you go. You're right. So we'll see what what happens there. It should be fun. New format. I kind of like it. Um, I'll watch for sure. Hey, real That's quick, weird. the MLB draft is Sunday night. I only say this because the Pirates have the first pick, then the Nationals, then the Tigers. But there is an outfielder uh, and a pitcher, different guys, but an outfielder from LSU named uh, Dylan Cruz. Yep. Same him. He's, you know he's filthy. Yeah. Yep. I absolutely yep. do. Really good. Uh, really good 
player, uh, went, went out for the draft when he was in high school, came back to school for a couple of years. Uh, I think he's, he's got the tools and the talent to be like this, you know, generational type of bat, like a Bryce Harper, if you will, but and he's he, a phenomenal um, fielder as well too. Yeah. And uh, reports came out today that he wants a $10 million signing bonus. So that's a little bit MLB changed how you can like slot draft positions and pay every everyone. But that's going to be more, a little bit more than what the first overall pick gets. And I don't know if his agent basically said this to keep him away from teams like the Pirates and the Nationals. But whoever gets this guy will uh, hopefully get a, you know, a stud player. So that's. That's why I just wanted to point it out. And the Futures game is Saturday night. It's on Peacock. Do you have Peacock? I don't have Peacock. I don't, so I'll probably be streaming it somehow, some way. Yeah. But I definitely am going to watch this game. That's yeah. This is the most exciting game for me every year, is watching the young guys come and play, get a chance. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun. And I I, mm-hmm. I got this note uh, today, too. All, all these guys participated in last year's Futures game. Corbin Carroll, who we just talked about. Shay Langoliers, who's a catcher was with the Braves now with the A's Jordan Walker who you know we talked about at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year who's came back up to the majors hitting well Ellie De La Cruz no uh no other words needed we'll get to him in a little bit Anthony Volpe and uh Gunnar Henderson I don't know if you watched the Yankee game last night but Gunnar hit two home runs against the Yankees um he's on the Orioles and, yeah then the Orioles beat the Yankees like sixteen to one or something it like that. Ended up being like fourteen to one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I'm yeah, glad I don't watch the Yankees right now. Just, just, yeah. just they just Severino, keep me right. Yeah, Sevy blew up last night. Ironically enough, uh, Carlos Rodon's pitching tonight, but it's Severino bobblehead night. So it's not not what you want on your bobblehead night. I think he's given up like thirty seven runs in the last few games. So. Again, not what you want, but if you're taking the Domingo Herman path here, he's going to throw a perfect game next week because that's what <laughs> yeah. Herman did, right? He gave yeah, okay. gave up like 15 mm-hmm. runs in two two games and then threw a perfect game. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So all these guys participated in last year's futures game. I think probably like the highlight is Jackson Holiday, Matt Holiday's kid. He's a shortstop for the Orioles. Uh, there's a ton of other talent for our Yankees Spencer Jones who plays right down the street from us in Wappingers Falls for the Hudson Valley Renegades he will be is there Martian playing did you get you get an invite uh, or no? you know what I don't know okay I, I don't know I don't think so okay uh, he's having a little bit of a struggle in in double a but um, you know he, sense. he's gonna need he, some time uh, to learn yeah yeah we'll look that up we'll we'll follow up with that I don't think he's playing though but um, yeah great to see uh the young talent. Again, I'm really just like you really excited about that real quick power rankings. None of them changed. And it's not because I'm lazy from last <laughs> from our last pod. It's just really not enough has happened to, to change my mind. Have the Diamondbacks at at five, 50 and 38. Again, just mentioned Corbin Carroll. If he's lost for a, you know, if it's as bad as everyone thinks it is, or even if he just missed a couple weeks, uh, really thought the Diamondbacks would be players and and trade deadline and and whatnot, and they still could be, but could be a, a tall order. They are in first place though in the West, uh, ahead of the Dodgers, which is interesting. Just talked about the Orioles. They uh, last week we talked about Jordan Westberg being called up, one of their infield prospects. Earlier in the week, they called up Colton Kowser, who is an outfield prospect. Uh, 
got his first hit against the Yankees a couple days ago. Uh, so therefore, still 51 and 35. And believe it or not, uh, the Orioles still have some ammo down in the minors to call up. Um, this is what I mean, happens. They should when be you sucked for so many years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You trust the process and it, it pays off in this way. Uh, Rangers, they've kind of been on a skid a little bit, but they're still probably the best offense in baseball. 51 and 37 there. Just mentioned how many guys on their offense are going to the All-Star game. It's it's ridiculous. The Rays also kind of fell in a little bit of tough times, but still 57 and 33. And uh, the Braves, 58 and 28. Been on a complete tear uh, since June happened, and, and pretty much all year, but you know, you could. I'd be surprised if Ronald Cunha wasn't the MVP. Uh, no Martian, but Clayton Beater, better. Yeah, Beater. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's going to be there for the Yankees. So there's two Yankees for sure that are going to be I think there. We got, uh, the Yankees got him in the Joey Gallo deal when they traded him to the Dodgers. I think. Good. But yeah, he's he's pitching in. in Thanks, Joey, too. for for doing something good for us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joey Gallo. And that was uh, Power Rankings. There you go. Hey, you want to talk about the UFC? Is I UFC 290 coming do. up? Is it 290? I, really right? I love how you always ask me this question as if you don't know and you're playing like, uh, you, you know, Sam, you're looking at the rundown. Um, yes, UFC, UFC, and UFC is this weekend. And I'm so excited because... This card is wild. I'll give you the main card. I'll give you the main, the co, and then the the matchup right before. So main event featherweight is Alex Voganowski, um, Yari, uh, Yari Rodriguez. This is going to be a brawl. I don't, <laughs> Sam. I don't know what you're doing Saturday evening, but you need to be sitting directly in front of the TV for this. It's probably gonna be late. Probably gonna be around like. I don't know, maybe 11.30 at night. This is going to be a phenomenal fight. Uh, Come over, let's watch it. Huh? Come over, let's watch it. Okay, we'll we'll make this happen, for real. Um, Yeah. Brandon Moreno, uh, Alex Penteo, uh, that is a co-main. This is going to be an also crazy, nuts, damn fight. Um, Can't wait to see that. And then also Robert Whitaker, who is is a f- brawler, absolute brawler, is fighting Drukas uh, Duplaces, and he Robert has said this is the most dangerous fight that he's taken in his career. Mind you, this man fought Id- Israel Adesanya more than once, and he's saying this guy is his most dangerous fight. I don't know if that is a subtle shot to to Izzy or not, uh, but. The also there's undercards that are, are pretty good. Uh, I don't I didn't check the prelims for this one. I'm gonna actually check that right now and see if there's any. Yeah, prelims. Uh, Robbie Lawler. That's right. I remember that he's fighting, and I think this is his last fight. I think he's retiring after this one, uh, which is he's had a crazy, crazy ass career. If you if you haven't seen like best of Robbie Lawler fights, 100% go to YouTube and see it. When I say that, it is essentially almost a bloodbath every time this man fights. It is. If you don't like that. Don't watch, but he's gotten into some crazy brawls. So check that out for sure. This should be fun. I'm I'm there. Let's do it. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. Come over. Doors okay. open. Okay. 
Well, he says this now, folks. We'll we'll put a test to it. I'll I'll, I'll pretty much I say I'll that every big pay per view. You're he usually does. at a wedding or something, but watch no, it on your phone. I'm usually just watching it on my couch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do it. Anyway, you want to play? Do you care? You don't have a choice. Let's do it. Topic number there one we, today. There we go. Released the announcement of NBA 2K24. It's a 25th anniversary. With a cover star you may have heard of, the Black Mamba himself, Kobe Bryant, uh, will be released on all major gaming platforms. And a really cool thing, too, the WNBA Liberty's own Sabrina Unesco will grace the WNBA edition cover. And I mentioned it's the 25th anniversary of 2K, uh, the 25th anniversary edition, which will cost you 150 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> but it does feature a 12-month sub to NBA League Pass, which I think is like a $200 value. So do you care? I do because it, it's 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 poetry for me. It's Kobe giving him his love, which falls in line with also his, his sneaker line is being reintroduced on Mamba Day, which is August 24th by Nike. So his line is going to be brought back to life, which I love that. So that's great that this falls in line with this anniversary as well. Uh, but then also to have the WNBA edition be Sabrina, who is one of his prodigies, I would essentially say one of one of yep. the the Mamba school of thought players uh, and, and how close he was. And, and that was gg's favorite player um to to see that so yeah i think this is really really cool for that not spending 150 dollars ever on 2k um i also last year did not buy 2k as soon as it came out i waited halfway uh maybe like a few months later and i got it half off um because i don't play online anymore because online is for these young kids making seven making basically women yamas that are as quick as Russell Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that. But I, I will be getting it, but for half off. I won't be paying full price. So looking forward to that for sure. There you go. The half off edition Black Friday sale for Brandon Hazel. Absolutely. Be, yeah. 100%. That's the best time to buy it. I would just tell you that right now. The NBA oh, starts in October. NBA starts yeah. in October, right? You get Black Friday a month later, and then you get the game half off because the game comes out earlier than that. I think it comes out September. So, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I I just bought it for the Switch for like $8.99, like a couple couple weeks ago. Yep. It's yep. just like just something to do. It's like, sure. Okay. So, yeah, that'll be fun. I uh, I'm excited. Again, you mentioned Sabrina, just still a, a huge part of the – Bryant family and the and the legacy there and Vanessa is like her number one fan and and mm-hmm. she was very close to Gigi and um and the family there and so it's that's cool to see that there and yeah that's a uh, cool and the yeah the Kobe the Kobe line that's that's just great because there's there hasn't been a Kobe release in a very long time and certainly there's um, there has there has it's just not they. <laughs> It was they released the Grinches last year. They also released the oh, that's uh, right. Mamba yeah. Academies, but it, it's it's 
I don't know if they're planning on just it sounds like they're just planning on retroing a lot of good ones uh that that have already been out but there may there's potential that there may be some newer ones down the line but we'll see I don't know if that will happen because that would have had to be Kobe's approval so it's mostly going to be some of the greatest Kobe's that you've ever seen kind of get re-released and if anybody's going to have them first it's going to be DeMar DeRozan because DeMar DeRozan is actually a Kobe player, if you didn't know that. So, yeah. I didn't. I yep. didn't know that at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. C- cool. Hey, you want to go to the next topic? That was this? the slowest transition I ever heard in my whole entire life. You okay over there? Was... No, <laughs> see, this this topic is, this next one is really crazy. When I first, like, heard the story, it was kind of like, if you were to put like use like a an online like generator to pop up random things happening, this would be it. This whole Wemby, Victor Wembanyama, Britney Spears situation in in Vegas. Uh, of course, Wembanyama, the number one pick of the draft, seven foot five's got the wingspan of a pterodactyl. Is basically plays like a shooting guard, and he's uh, again seven foot five. Uh, he's in Vegas for the summer league and uh, Britney Spears allegedly ran up behind him and his team to get a photo, I guess. And there were some allegations yesterday that um, a member of Wemby's team, like security detail, if you will, knocked her down to the ground um, because, you know, again, when someone's running up towards a star like that, it's their job too to protect them. And then there was some video coming out today that this whole thing kind of got blown out of proportion a little bit. Hayes, your thoughts on, uh, again, the generator news of Britney Spears. Well, now it's no longer alleged because now there's been a video released by TMZ, which we can now see Britney did not fall. Uh, Britney also did not grab essentially as she tugged on, his shirt, Wemby never turned around, uh, but you can see that his security guard flails his left arm back. That strikes Brittany in the face. Um, uh, it's been confirmed that there's no charges being pressed now, uh, that all charges are dropped, or there actually wasn't charges pressed at all. Uh, it's just a weird situation. This young man has been in France his whole entire life, his whole entire life, and I, you've never heard anything about him. <laughs> in the news outside of him being this highly sought after prospect. And he's been in the States for all of like a month, not even, and immediately is in, in paparazzi site and TMZ to be exact. It's just like, how can you, how other, what, how can you welcome a foreign player to the NBA or to the United States? Well, here's TMZ and this is what you get. And this is what you get used to. Cause TMZ would be everywhere you go, young man. Um, I, I just think this whole situation, when I first saw it, I, I scrolled past it on Twitter. And I was just like, okay, well, this is a joke. Then I saw it again. And I was like, this is not a joke, clearly. Um, let me let me see this. And then it just continued to snowball. And now we have video. And I just think it's just such a weird situation because it <laughs> – not sliding any of you Britney fans, but if you're aware of like kind of the stuff Britney has been doing on social media, it's been out of this world, like strange. Um, so this just falls no kind of in Sam. It's 
just take some time and just go look at some Britney content. It's just been really, really weird. Just weird. Um, I know there was that whole like free Britney movement. Is that what you're talking well, about? Well, like, no, 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 no. After after Britney won her case from her dad and that whole weird situation itself, yeah, yeah, she just does like very strange things on social media. Um, the only reason I know about this is because my girlfriend sends me this stuff and tells me about it. And that's how I know about things that go on because I don't care what goes on with celebrities. But now that I've seen the videos and this just kind of falls in line with all the weird stuff that has been going on with her as a reason. So check that out on your own. Be your own judge. Do what you want. Just it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it's, I was just uh, when this first happened too. I was thinking, does Victor even know who Britney Spears is? I mean, he's 19 years old. It's true. Very, very true. You know, again, 19 years ago, Britney Spears was the biggest thing in America, like pop culture wise, like here is our ambassador, right? It's Britney Spears. And so if Britney Spears was running up to you to get a photo, yes, that happens. It's just, it's, you know, um, it's just crazy to see how all of this blew up. I will always take, you know, the word of, uh, you know, when it comes to assault and all of that stuff, um, you know, you don't take it lightly and you take a woman's word for stuff when that happens, but I could totally, and we have seen in the last 24 hours, how this is just completely blown out of proportion. Um, and there now you just put this kid in in the middle of you know again he didn't see it he's just walking he's trying to get out of the arena and uh here it is so and and yeah. also to be to be clear the the technical definition of assault is make a physical attack on someone so it is technically assault by the legal definition uh, i mean by the actual dictionary definition uh thanks shout out to the oxford uh but it, it is technically is technically is assault. If you strike somebody, it is assault. Um, unwanted physical contact, and that was clearly unwanted. So, uh, just just so people can understand, because I think in this day and age, people don't understand definitions and terms. So, I wanted to be clear for Sam and I what it is and understanding, and so you know that it, it is what this situation was. So, yeah, if you listen to this podcast, you know how we we have not we've always been very vocal about. Mm-hmm. How we feel about all this stuff and we'll always support um support those who need it you know need it and and those causes no doubt uh it's just uh a crazy 24 hours in vegas um no no and, shock when is it not a crazy 24 yeah, hours well, in vegas no, <laughs> uh we've both been there my friend mm-hmm. both been there multiple uh, times let's end this thing uh yesterday thursday night the aforementioned Ellie De La Cruz of the Cincinnati Reds was was coming up to bat against the Nationals. I think they were in Nationals Park in in Washington D.C. And Davey Martinez, the uh, World Series winning manager of the Nationals, had to point that out. Basically, told the the umpires to check Ellie's bat. He had a really weird. Um, I've kind of never even I've seen like axe handles at the bottom of bats. Mm-hmm. That's like a new trend, but like this was a real like Google it guys. It was a it was a very weird like knob of the bat. So they were going like play stopped for a good five minutes and are trying to figure out if this bat was basically legal and able to be used. Uh the umps took it away. They ended up giving it back to him later. What did he <laughs> do? He hit a mammoth home run. And then basically looked right across the field to the Nationals dugout. I would have. 
pointed at the knob of the bat and like gave a shrug again moonshot um and that's what he's he's known for um and and took his trip around the bases there a lot of a lot of controversy controversy has happened since then because you know again we've talked about this a lot too the old school new school way to look at baseball and Davey wasn't at though he said he loves the player wasn't up for I think he called it antics so your thoughts do you care on the situation that um Ellie and Davey Martinez had themselves into last night uh <laughs> so I <laughs> when I saw this I just just laughed because I thought it was absolutely comical that this is still uh these gatekeepers these these older players are are still acting as if this is the old game um davy said uh i love the way he plays the game i didn't like his antics after he hit a home run we can do without that uh he's only got two weeks in the big leagues but he's going to be a good player. So you gave him a backwards ass compliment is what you did. You didn't like it because you took the time because you wanted to get Davey. Let's be real about it. You wanted to get into this young player's head that you know is a very, very good player. You wanted to get in his head and see and test him and throw him off off center. And then when he finally got his back back, he hit a home run and looked at you like you, you're done doing what you were doing with your nonsense. Because if we're really going to talk about it, Sam, um, Davy's antics should be thrown out of the game because I'm tired of them doing this to these young players because they're you know what they're doing. It's it's a strategic move. Let's get him out of his game. Let's do this. Let's get him out of his game. Let's check his bat. Let's do this right to get him upset and and not do what he has to do. And then he turns around and hits a home run and then looks at you and points at that. You got to sit there and eat it. If I'm if I'm the coach. If I'm Davy in that situation and I try to do it first, I'm I'm all for it. But my comments would have been, yeah, now we try to get the young man off uh off his spot. He he's cold. He 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 came back pointing at it, and I you know what? I just had to eat that. That's what it should have been. Yeah. That that's more entertaining than oh well, he's only been in the big leagues for two weeks. Well, he's gonna be in the big leagues for a while, and you'll see him more and more. And guess what? He's gonna do what he's gonna do. So I just I'm just tired of all these old heads uh acting this way uh in yeah, these situations I'm, I'm just over yeah, it yeah i i agree with you and again it's a broken record on this podcast like let the kids play kind of thing but davy showed them up first if you yep. really thought the bat was corked or something's going on ch- you have every right and it's in the mm-hmm. rule book to check it i you know they were the on the Red's broadcast last night, they were going through what the rules actually say. Check it. Mm-hmm. But like, again, eat it. I don't even know if the I'm assuming the Reds won. Josiah Gray was a pitcher for the Nationals. He gives up a lot of home runs. Um, I, I didn't watch the end of the game, but he's really good. He's been in the big leagues, yeah, three weeks. He's hitting over 300. He's got four home runs. Ton of steals, ton of extra base hits. Hits the cover off the ball. He's going to be in the league for a long time. Uh, I I saw a headline. I think it was the Washington Post, ironically, was basically saying, yeah, Ellie makes a lot of noise, but baseball needs noise. Yeah. 
no and, uh, no duh. swag, if you will. What you know, the Tati Springs were annoyed as Yankee fans, but you know, Vlad doesn't always. Uh, you know, he'll basically show you up and then get upset when he gets shown up. But that said, like baseball could use some of that, right? If Ellie De La Cruz walked into your like store or whatever next to you in the mall, like aside from being six foot seven, you wouldn't know who he was. Yeah. And the Reds did win the game. Yeah. Reds did win the game five, four. Uh, So, so there's that bring swag back to baseball guys. Just be, just be cool about it. Uh, I don't even know about bring swag back. Bring it, period. I mean, outside of a, a select few players like like the Griffies of the world and 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 Barry Bonds's and the the Ricky Hendersons and Nick Swishers and stuff like that. Like, I don't think there's always been like one off situations. I think they just need to allow like baseball. Growing up playing baseball, it was always you talking in the dugout, your banter. You know what I mean? Like it added to the game and made it fun. Like it just. And and it, once you get higher and higher in baseball, it's kind of just like, all right, well, let's just be serious about it. Yes, I understand you're still doing it. It's a game, though. Like, you're supposed to be having fun. Like, that's one of the best parts about football is the banter, is the trash talking. Same with basketball. Like, do you not get excited, even though it may annoy you? Do you not get excited when Draymond talks trash to your team and then your team comes around and shuts Draymond up? Like, it's it's a fun thing. It adds to it. And it's just like, okay. It gets the crowd into it. It goes from there. But if you're from that old school, just just you know, just play the game. You don't need to do all that. That's fine. You can be that. But to me, it doesn't have to be that. It can be fun in multiple ways. You can enjoy it any way you want to. Beautifully said. Thanks. Love it. Let the kids play. <laughs> you know my rule. It's always been like you could if you could back it up, you could say it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Uh, that's our podcast. What are you looking forward to this week weekend, if you will, because it's Friday night. Well, it's Friday night. When you guys hear this, it'd be Saturday. Uh, but for me, it's Wimby playing tonight at 9 p.m. Wimby and Randone pitching. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. How about you? Nice. Yeah. My uh, our, our buddy Jeremiah's been on this podcast a couple times we got to see carlos rodan do a rehab start uh locally here for the hudson valley renegades look sharp eight strikeouts two walks didn't pitch a lot um but yeah mowed down the uh high a washington nationals lineup but he starts today against the cubs so that'll be fun yeah i mean summer league kick summer league starts tonight right is it or is, no did it start summer league's been going has it uh, yeah, well, maybe yeah, the when, California when he makes his debut tonight. Yeah, right? he makes his. Yeah. Okay, so if this is yeah, the we'll definitely be watching that. This is the California Classic is where they're playing in. So yeah, because uh, my guy from Marist got his debut two days ago, Patrick Gardner, and he he did his thing for the little time that he had. So hope he keeps getting some burn. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for uh, good for the local uh, the local reps there, Poughkeepsie. Uh, yeah, but summer league, MLB draft. I'm into futures game totally. It's gonna be a, a good weekend of sports. Um, Brandon and I are gonna actually hang out, so that's cool. Looking forward to that. So uh, that's it. Thanks so much for listening and uh, tuning in for Brandon. My name's Sam. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. See you soon.
Baseball, do better. You suck right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you suck.